Welcome! You are listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams, here with my friend and pastor. Hi, VJ Williams. Hey, Kevin Jack. Now you messed me all up. <laughs> Thank you for joining this us and taking time of every out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday on our new page on YouTube. I think we're out done telling you guys that by now. You probably have gotten it, but if not, uh, there's a there's a way uh, to, to remember that. Just click the subscribe button uh, on your favorite podcast platform. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, YouTube, or Instagram, and please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how a few extra minutes will help get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you and uh visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the leading hope community today we continue our series is elevated leadership yep. this is episode 124 124 raise the roof so in this series uh we're talking through making the jump okay not just a small improvement but from the question that i've been asked question i ask others how do i get to where you are how do i get to be doing not your position your level of impact how do i play the game at that level so we're talking about level jumps okay leveling up within this and so uh, this week and the next two weeks, we're focusing on three big categories. We're focusing on today, what needs to be improved. Next week, what needs to be simplified so that it can be clarified. And then the third week is what needs to be released. What do you need to get rid of? And kind of the heart, like the thesis behind, oh, technical term, uh, behind this idea is that leveling up isn't easy. It isn't simple. And whenever people say, just do this, Man, they are they are doing you a disservice because it is more complicated than that. So I want to focus in this first piece on this broad category of what needs to be improved. If your organization, if your church, if you personally are going to have a far significant, uh, far more significant impact than you currently do. I need to work on my uh, speaking sentence structure. There we go. That's the my note You're good, man. from this. Uh, there are things that need to be significantly improved, and so this could be this could be thousands of different things. Could be your product, could be an experience, could be a, a piece, a touch point within your company, within your church. It could be the level of energy that's a part of it. That's an easy adoptable thing that could be quickly improved. Um, but if it's to say like maybe one of the easiest metaphors is uh, think of it as a steakhouse, okay? <laughs> a steakhouse. Uh, the thing that determines the quality of the steakhouse is typically, and I don't know, this is like, oh, Kevin, this is so smart. I need to write this down. <laughs> is the quality of the steak. Yeah. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> Nailed it. Feeling good about that one. Yeah. It's good. Pretty, pretty fantastic. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Like, uh, I have gone to pricey steakhouses oh, yeah. with uh, mediocre service. Yep. With uh, poor decor, <laughs> yeah. with bad parking, but they had amazing food. Yeah. And so the message within that is that not everything matters equally. Yeah. And uh, some of that can actually be part of the experience. They're like, we don't really care where you park. We don't really care if you you only like that we have water. <laughs> we don't really like, that's not a big deal to us. You come here for this. Yes. Now, 
And so we take that for your business, for your church, for whatever it the thing is that you're personally leading. Uh, the question becomes, what needs to be improved dramatically in terms of quality? Now, this becomes difficult, so I want to jump into the complexity of this for just a second. It becomes difficult to increase quality in the midst of everything else that you're doing. And uh, we joke about it church-wise. Like, it would be so much easier to get the church where we want it to be if we didn't have to have service every weekend. <laughs> like yeah. That is the gathering point for the church. That right. is the hub. That is the thing that keeps the community connected, which is what the church is. And so it's like it's a stupid statement to make. But I know anyone who's ever led in church has felt that. Like, I could get so far ahead if we didn't have to keep doing the things that make us us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, so, youth youth groups will say things like that, which make, I get what you know what I mean? Because, like, they yeah. can plan this huge thing, right? Yes. If they didn't have to do it every week. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, there is a uh, common terminology on this is the whirlwind. The whirlwind of activities, the machine that you're a part of, all the things that you have to do that just keep things going. And so part of this is learning what can be released, which we'll get into in the third part of this series, episode 126. Um, Part of this is learning what can be released so that you can make something better. But I just want to acknowledge first off to say like, hey, I acknowledge the complexity of this to make something significantly better. And so I want to give you two pieces and then we'll talk about how to do it. Uh, the first piece is please avoid the trap that everything has to be equally good. Okay? That is not the case. The thing that attracts greatness is greatness in a single area. Um, we go back and we could say like the eternal battle. Oh, I don't want to. I was in the battle between Apple and Android and these phones and all that. And to say like the thing that the world largely adopted, and you may not love this. You may be an Android user. I hate the fact that your text messages don't work in my group message and you create chaos for the rest of us because of that. But <laughs> That's not the point of this <laughs> podcast. We don't have to get in there. Uh, but the thing that the world largely adopted with Apple was not just the superior product, but the end-to-end -end user experience. To say that everything is integrated, mm -hmm. everything syncs seamlessly or mostly seamlessly based upon your OS upgrade at the current moment in time. But to say like, hey, they, they are great in that respect. They look beautiful and they sync seamlessly. Yeah. And there's so many things, and that's like the the knock from Android users to Apple products. Well, they don't do this. Well, they're behind on this. Well, mine customizes in this way. The vast majority of the population goes, we don't care we, about that. We don't care. Right. <laughs> I want it because it's great in these areas right. that I care about the most. Right. And so I would say that the thing that you're doing, don't adopt the idea that has to be great in every area. Uh, we used the metaphor last week, if you were with us, to say, don't paint the back of the barn. <laughs> Like personal excellence, if that's what that demands of you, whatever. But for the most part, not everything is equal. So the first piece I really want to drill in is avoid the trap that says you have to be great at absolutely everything. There's a couple things in leadership and in my role that I'm really good at. I want to do those as often as I can, and I want to deliberately get better at them. So uh, I want to shift to uh, identifying what that is. And so your keyword here is momentum. Mm. What are the things that drive momentum? Um, Jim Collins uh, wrote, uh, the concept first came up in his book, Good to Great. He talked about the idea of the flywheel. 
And then he wrote this real little monograph, okay, like like a 40, 50-page book, like tiny paperback book on inventing your flywheel. The idea of the flywheel is it's the thing that you, you push it at first and it just kind of gets going. And when you keep doing it, it starts moving faster. And eventually before long, you're able to push it with the same amount of power and strength and yet it keeps going faster and faster. This is identifying momentum. It's identifying the key pieces that contribute dramatically more to significant results. We go back to the steakhouse. What do people talk about? Mm. Not the choice not the parking not it they may wear something like but they're like the the steak i had was incredible yeah the thing that i had was absolutely delicious and so if you're gonna make a level jump you need to identify ready one thing that needs to be dramatically improved not I, this could get better and this could get better and they need to do this and they need to do this. Don't fall into that trap. You may hit those things at a later date, but if you obsess about like, well, first off, you can't obsess about all of them at once. If you try to focus on all of them now, you're never going to make a significant improvement in one area. And so you need to identify what is the one thing that I need to obsess about getting better at that is going to make the greatest impact for my momentum. You need to understand momentum in your organization in order to do that. You need to understand what is the thing that people are going to talk about in a good way. What is the thing that is going to drive growth? And once you're able to pinpoint that and you're able to identify an area in which you can dramatically improve quality, you have now taken a step up in leveling up. Think, think of it like this for just a second. Um, the speakers that you watch, uh, how great are they at strategic planning? The answer, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the steakhouse, how great are they at parking? It doesn't matter. These things that are significantly great are able to be great at an area, at a thing, and that makes so much of an impact in their life. V, what do you want to jump into on this? Man, uh, as I listen to you speak about raising the roof, uh, it, it's, it's, it's kind of, it doesn't matter what you're working on. It, we know it's possible yes, and painful. Oh, that's good. Good phrases. Um, which they they and it they are both. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's that. And at the end of the day, when you're talking about steakhouse, I think about a steakhouse. And what's the what's a key identifier for a great steakhouse uh, before you've stepped into the steakhouse? You've never been there before. What's a key identifier? Two hour wait. Oh yeah, that's good. Right? Yeah. We don't like it. <laughs> no one goes. Let's stay. Yeah, but that's a key identifier. Why are people waiting two hours to eat there, and the place across the street is got no wait? And, and, and they're not obsessing internally. Of like, we have a two-hour wait. We have to do something about this. Yeah. Let no. Me, let me let me do a little more poking here. Go. There are churches Ooh. that people are that line up around the church to get into the church. There are churches that there's no one in the church. Yeah. What's the difference? What is happening in one church and what's not happening at the other? What is those identifiers? What what is something that what what is going on? What is they raising the level? What is the steakhouse quality of the church? That's a terrible thing. That's not yeah, what I Yeah, I was going to say, I'm uncomfortable theologically, yeah. but your point is exactly yeah, right. Yeah, not <laughs> theologically, but understood under the fact that the people are trying to get into certain places 
and yeah. driving by others. Yeah, absolutely. What's going on there? I mean, talk about that. What, what what's happening? Uh, what is? How are they? What's what's the level of the roof that's being raised at the one and not so much at the uh, other? If I could talk about it on grounds that I'm comfortable with, sure. uh, they are doing a phenomenal job at connecting people to God. Yeah, and I know somebody would be critical and they'd be like, "Oh, it's not that. Oh, it's not this." I'm just like, listen. They're, they're not gathered around just for a concert. They're no. not gathered around. They don't line up that early on a Sunday morning just because I like the music. Right. <laughs> like it is a spiritual connection yeah. with a powerful God yeah. that drives that. That's an incredible thing. And as we continue to see uh, different churches grow, um, it's great to know that it's possible yeah and it's it, it can be done. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of raising the roof. Uh, you talked about the flywheel. Yeah. Uh, talk more about that. Talk, I mean, you have extensive experience <laughs> with the flywheel. I mean, we understand the, 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 you know, the snowball effect, all those yes. things. It all kind of plays in. It starts small. You push it. It starts to, once it gets going, oh, it starts moving faster. Momentum has yeah. a huge deal with, with raising a roof and, and expecting more. Talk more about that. So, um, so there's there's kind of two angles that you can go within this uh, as you think through your organization. Uh, the first one is to define how you want to create momentum. Like you can just set out in advance, like this is how momentum is going to work in our organization. Yeah. And um, I just think you have to be brilliant to do that. So I'm not saying you can't, but like you have to really understand systems and knowledge and people in your culture in order to do that in advance. Uh, the the other way is, uh, for, especially for something that's already existing, is you start listening to stories and you listen to story after story in terms of when people started moving, when people church-wise started uh, stepping forward in their faith when they started progressing significantly, when they took a next step, uh, if your business, That's you know, great. when people shifted, when the people became a regular customer, when they did this. And as you listen to those stories enough, you'll be able to pick up on what were the key things that propelled that growth and propelled that movement forward. Yeah. And say it's, it's not always, sometimes it's reverse engineering, not from the sense of like, hey, what did I want it to be? But what did I hear? And now I can clarify these are the things, or most importantly, this is the thing that matters most, and I can start to eliminate some of the other pieces that obviously matter less. That's great. So you're really saying uh, at the end of the day that that there are stories that are being formed within the culture that you already have or the one that you're trying to create, and you need to pay very close attention to how those stories are formulated and, and double down on that strategy. Yeah, momentum is already at work. You're just unaware of it. Right. And so you need to figure out what those that momentum is so you can duplicate it and replicate it as much as possible. So that's that's the internal piece. That's the what you have in front of you. Talk more about the thing to raise the roof on the external, which is modeling. Like how do you, how do you see what's working outside of your institution yeah. or your business or your church to help that's find good. The model piece. Talk more so, about that. So let's jump into that. And let's spend, if you're okay with it, let's yeah. spend that because this is kind of the conversation I really wanted to have right. on this. So we talk about, so just to kind of backtrack, so you're with us, is to say, hey, listen, um, if you're going to level up, you have to get better. It's not just capacity, it's quality. 
And so you need to figure out, you can't make everything better at once and you shouldn't try to because that's stupid. You need to figure out (laughs) what needs to get better, especially around momentum. That's not multiple. I mean, at your best, that's one thing for right now. It could be three, but I think that's kind of a stretch. So I want to talk through like, how does that actually, how do you get better? Yeah. Like, how do you, and so let me, let me walk through kind of my own piece on this. And then um, I'll show you the things that I I was intentionally doing, but hopefully to give the system to it. Um, I decided, and I've shared some of this before, I decided uh, when uh, shelter in place, so we're talking like two years ago, COVID, like literally two years ago, when that was going on, I was going to dramatically improve as a public speaker. Like this was said, I am going to get much better, which you may look at that as arrogant. Well, I know people are better than me. Yeah. I don't think they're superhuman. I think I can get better. Right. So I'm going to make a commitment not just to make a tweak. I'm going to set as a goal that I want to get dramatically better. And so I did a thousand. The first thing I did is I watched endless talks, (laughs) sermons, leadership talks, things like that from people who were considered the very best. And I didn't just have them on. I analyzed them. Like I had pages and pages. Oh, I remember. Oh man, is is crazy. <laughs> uh, I felt like I had lost my mind for yeah. a little bit. Like pages and pages of not just notes on their talks. Like I had color coded, diagrammed energy levels, illustrations, key points, key phrases when they used it throughout their entire talks. And so I just had all these different color coded things all over the place. And I started putting up um, putting them up on the wall. And I was able to identify patterns. Yeah. I was able to identify, oh, it works best here. Oh, it works best here. There are so many different things that I learned. I also learned a ton on personal energy level, how to develop it. I learned more like speed, like, I mean, like actual like personal dynamics, vocal dynamics, stuff I'm not still great at, yeah. to be honest with you. But I went and I diligently applied myself to that. Yeah. I took um, speech courses like digital, yep. I didn't go to, because we were shelter in place. Like I did all these different things. And so the things that I was doing is I was, first off, I was studying the experts. I was analyzing what they were doing. I was identifying key practices for myself, myself, and then I, myself. <laughs> and then I was living that out as a discipline and as a habit. Yeah. And so if I could just share that with you to say like, you want to get better? Whatever it is, speech, leading, quality of your product, things like that. I I would say the first easy step is to figure out what the experts are doing. Like figure out what's working really well. Um, They may not even be viewed as experts. Uh, I wouldn't say you need to figure out what's working really well. Analyze it. Figure out what you can adopt and then build it into your rhythm. If you go through these pieces, I promise you, you'll make a jump. I promise you, you will level up in whatever it is. And I watched that happen. I watched you, uh, you know, you would either I would come into your office or you would come into mine and you would have this whole, like several different speakers and you would have it all charted out. Okay, they were able to come here and connect this piece to this piece, but then raise the bar, but then bring it down so everyone could get down to the level and then bring them back up. And now you're to a place where you know exactly in a sermon that you need to have a run. Yeah, there's a run that's coming and I've got to get this run and then I'm going to bring it back down and I've got two more left. Yep. Two more, you know, runs left and that's not exact, but you don't understand. Oh, that's the language and, and, I and, use. And that's 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 what has changed what you were doing to what you're doing now and that's how you raise the roof. Yeah. So, I created terminology and concepts 
around what they probably intuitively do. Right. But I had to do it in order to be able to make that jump myself. Uh, I love this so much. Uh, Finish this up. 124, raise the roof. Yeah, I would just say this. You want to make a jump? Something has to get better. Not everything. One thing has to get better. And so run through a process in order to make that better and don't fall into the lie that everything has to be better because we want you to level up to have elevated leadership. That's it for today. Thank you for joining us and taking time out here today to become a better leader. If you are new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed, it mean the world to us. If you did that now, also post about it, rate and review, or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders like you. Also share this with your teams uh, at your business, your church, your organization uh, to see if that can help them as well. And if you uh, have a story, we love hearing those. Uh, Uh, how the podcast is working in your life or business. Uh, If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We'd love to hear from you. And remember, everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count.